Welcome back to the Reason to Behold podcast. We are back with AB and Junior. Welcome, welcome. You, how's it going, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back again, causing more problems. Back again, <laughs> back again. Who is these people that have turned the world upside down and they are back again? <laughs> so Arnold is on annual leave, as we spoke about last episode. Make sure you get that rest sometimes. It is necessary, it's needed. Mm, absolutely. God is not the person that's asking you to just suffer and burn out. That's not godly. So take your rest when you need your rest. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So yeah. Arnold, we miss you, but enjoy your time off. This is it. Enjoy. Amen. So this week's episode is about TikTok preachers. <laughs> so <laughs> so last last week. Um, when we were talking before the episode, there was a there was a comment that was made about TikTok TikTok preachers, and I was like, "Yeah, that's going to be an episode." So, yeah. I'm going to leave it to you guys to introduce this topic. Go on, go on, Abraham. Yeah, I mean, what I've realised of recent is, like I said, this, this... sorry, you guys are going to be listening on, on audio, and you're not going to see Abraham's smiling face right now, but Abraham. <laughs> has the biggest <laughs> sly grin on his face right now for those of you listening on audio who may not see the video of this <laughs> oh man yeah man i think it's become a thing of recent where preachers i guess are trying to build up engagement on tiktok do you know and it's they're doing things more for the snippets and the engagement and it's like there's no substance in some of it as well you know yeah. Also, as well, I think people have now f- now feel like that's enough for them. Mm. So people watch snippets and they're like, "Oh, listen to that sermon," and I'm like, "Oh, did you watch all of it?" And they're like, "No, but I saw the snippets." And I'm like, "You didn't listen to the sermon." Yeah, you yeah. just saw snippets. Do mm. you know? And mm. I don't know if the attention span of people is also like decreasing because of this, and they're not able to sit through like long form sermons. Hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. but I think that's been something that's been going on for a long time, and even yeah. this principle of taking the snippet and not yeah. using the whole thing. Mm. We've seen it for a long time with people taking verses out of context. Yeah, you're right. right? They will take the verse, the mm. snippet. But they don't know what's in the rest of the chapter. Yeah, they don't know what's in the rest of the book. Mm. You know, they don't know the context. They don't know why it was said. They don't. Yeah. they don't know any of these things. But I feel like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. As mm. good as these things are in terms of information and answer, yeah. I feel like even when like you're making YouTube videos, they're like the yeah. first three seconds you have to absolutely smash mm. it. Like, you won't watch past three seconds. Yeah, this is it. You gotta three hit the seconds. ground running. <laughs> People ain't even looking past three seconds. You know when you think about it, like how short is the attention span? Mm. You know, it, I, yeah, it's and it's all things. It's usually topics, yeah, that that get people. Um, discuss it so it's like they'll, someone will say something about Joseph and then they'll talk about having haters <laughs> and you know everyone's going to gravitate towards that topic because everyone thinks they've got haters they don't they don't they're hating them but they will think yeah there's haters and you know Joseph and his brothers and, they had, and I'm like yo come on chill out Chill out. This, this ain't enough to feed someone, man. This ain't, this ain't the solid food we need. Yeah. But I think when it's been painted as though it is solid food, I think yeah. that's the responsibilities of preachers on TikTok to 
remind people go to your local church go yeah. fellowship with other believers get stuck mm. into somebody somewhere yeah but I think that because of engagement yeah need for engagement it's better to just market yourself than to go and tell them to go and get stuck into a local church plus most yeah. people, if you get stuck into reading the Bible and getting with the word of God a lot of preachers will go out of business yeah because all right all this I came to tell you <laughs> your life is gonna change and and then you say and the haters you're about to get a breakthrough your haters are gonna watch you break through I say but the only thing God needs to break through is your stupidity that's what God needs to break through the thing is, the biggest challenge that you know, we talk about breakthrough. So, yeah. Read the Bible. How many times did God have to break through the person first? Mm. Their, their stubbornness of heart, their hardness of heart, before He yeah. gave them breakthrough externally. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, when people go, they, they're TikTok preachers. I'm not just TikTok preachers, I'm not singling them out, but I'm talking about because you know I've seen some faithful ministries on TikTok I've seen some people who have tried to be faithful to the Bible to be to produce a counter narrative to what is going on on TikTok because you not yeah. only have you not only have TikTok preachers that may be talking some nonsense you also have the what they call the deconstruction mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. ex-evangelicals they call themselves oh wow um, um and then you have you even have some people who are declared witches and pagans who spend their time debunking and i'm for those who can't see i'm doing the money is debunk the quotes debunking the bible by misappropriating the text i mean and then like miss no sorry misconstruing the text and then misappropriating um um what they call these these like basically literature that has been that's in the in the academic space and taking quotes from it and not really being able to understand what those what those academic writings are all about and they just throw it out there and because people are not reading their bibles and they're not doing the study mm. right they're not doing the study they're not locked into prayer groups they're not doing these oh my gosh this is they debunking the bible and the proof text the proof texting is the worst which is what you're talking about um totally when you talk about the one verse here one verse there mm. they'll fling out a verse and you say go to the next verse <laughs> you literally uh. the next verse yeah literally people, people, or people, that last half of that verse yeah god is god is not foolish it's true they take out the half, yeah, they take in, half of it <laughs> in nature in nature, they say when you get stung by a stinging nettle, look around because there's a dock leaf. That's an antidote. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So why is it? Why do you think that the God who created dock leaf right next to stinging nettle, knowing that that's gonna be the cure for it, would put a verse that you, that will get you know, mash you up and not show you that it's part of a wider context? But but you know what it is, bro. People sometimes well, people don't want to give people the truth. They they want. Cause like, look at that te- that scripture that everyone uses, but they always stop. They overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. Okay, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they love not their lies unto exactly. the death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't carry on there, do they? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there was a blood of I'm, the lamb, word of the testimony. I'm, I'm guilty know. of that one. That one I'm guilty <laughs> of. I can't even. <laughs> that one. Because when you said it, I was like, "What is the end of that?" And I said, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> That's the end of that verse. It's, it's, it's a rough ending, man. And the word of the testimony. 
they overcame, they overcame. But it was sounds so better, innit? When you say the first half, yeah. Like, Whoa. Like, all the, all the, 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 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is a big one. Yep. Read them yeah. off. Yep. You definitely use that for some basketball games on my basketball shoes. I've definitely used that one. I know how to abound. I can be a lack. I know how to have everything. I have nothing. Bro. That is... You know, people are not... Have you heard about people trying to change their vows to not say in sickness and health? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people trying to change. They said, no, how can you wish sickness on yourself? Yeah. No way. So they're trying to change that. They think that they think that that is oh that's superstition. God. They think that that will cause them to avoid sickness. It's a joke. Even if you never say sickness in the health, you think that that was sickness, sickness in the world. Sickness mm. is in the world. We're in a fallen world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that we should wish sickness on ourselves. You know, we no. should pray. We should pray for healing, of course, if people are sick. But like, they think that that saying this is what we're talking about, now. and I think this is an overflow of the prosperity. Um, the prosperity. Uh, the prosperity or the misappropriation of, pros- of prosperity doctrine because prosperity in the bible starts off with the soul mm. and then then find oh, works its way out mm. it's always a working out that's a rule another another passage that is used quite often work out your salvation with fear and trembling mm. it's, it's a working out rather than uh, working in so i think people people look for the external prosperity and, and negate the soul and then end up in a state where Jesus is saying, "You, you're like, you're like whitewashed tombs. Mm-hmm. On the outside, you're pretty and well designed, but inside, you're full of dead men's bones." And we're having that today in society mm-hmm. because the outside they look pretty, pretty. And this is what all this half stepping when it comes to, um, as Abraham was saying, people are not giving the truth. We're not talking. We're not giving people extensive time in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a place where. You don't know the truth, so you're not free. Mm. You're not free, mm. so then you doubt more of the you doubt the little truth that you have. Even the little he that doesn't have taken away from you. It's taken away from you. See, this is how the, this is the process, mm. and this is why people can't just say, "Oh yeah, I'm just on TikTok. I found it really not really enough." It's my, it, I but, but you know what the thing is, right? Person. Is that often the clips you see on TikTok, and there are some people who just do the f- stuff for TikTok, but yeah. they're often clips of a longer sermon. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So that little clip, thing. sorry, just watch the whole sermon. Go watch the yeah. whole sermon. But that's that's not so. Even the preachers that are putting this stuff together, yeah, that clip is not meant to be what's feeding people. Yeah, it's meant to be the. Whole it's meant to bring sermon. people back to the sermon. Absolutely, exactly. Exactly. But a lot of the times, yeah, people have got their. That's like, they've got that and they're good with it. So mm. it's like I don't know whether, mm. I don't know, like if they they could probably check if they could link it and check how many people but, hear but, it on TikTok and go to watch the sermon. But bear in mind, TikTok doesn't want you leaving their platform. Yeah, Instagram doesn't want you leaving their platform. Yeah, absolutely. The whole point is to keep you on their platform. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to get the full two-hour sermon on TikTok. Is it? It's not going to be there. It can't be there. You can only have 10 minutes on TikTok. So then what you're giving them isn't really going to be... It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. But it's meant to be going back to the You're not trying to get the the, the moments of your sermon that are going to catch their attention. Catch their attention, yeah. And and I think that's that's the slight shift that we're seeing. Yeah. Is that before, people were preaching whole sermons and Mm. then taking some of it and putting it on TikTok. Yeah. 
now it feels like people are more trying to mm. make those little moments yes the most important part of the sermon yeah gonna go on tiktok as opposed to actually this was just a sweet moment mm. you know that, that's just the byproduct yeah, yeah, it's not that yeah. yeah that's it that's it's it that that good I need to tell you, God's gonna mm. do something. That's gonna go. They know. They know. Because even like the musicians at the back, yeah. they start singing in the, the <laughs> those uh, major minor chords. There, all right, what the fifths and the sevenths. That's it. It's game over. And then <laughs> the preacher is going in. Mm. You get all the people in the congregation standing up at that moment. You know, you know they get that one person that just stands yep. up like soldier in the middle of the. Yep. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one is gripped them, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Or even like people telling certain jokes or saying certain things that they don't probably might not usually yeah, say yeah, 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 for the yeah. same purpose, isn't it? I, I think it's so interesting because I think it was Paul who talked about um, not speaking with enticing words, that he doesn't mm. speak with enticing words. But yeah. I feel like now as a, as a pastor, you're meant to be a communicator. You know, that's yeah. a key role now of pastors that they have to be great communicators. They have mm. to be able to deliver a message in such a way, but that's not necessarily what was meant to be. Yeah, that, you're, you're making a good point, you know, because I've been thinking about this, yeah. So, like, there was this pastor in it on, um, is it, I've seen him on Instagram, I forgot his name, but we won't mention it anyway. But he hasn't done anything wrong, but then someone was talking, like, this other guy, he talks about finance. So mm-hmm. I always watch like his content, but for some reason he started to talk about everything else but fire that today, like, and so he was like, "Ah, oh, I love this pastor." Da, 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 da. And I was thinking he was gonna talk about the pastor, you know, the word he shares. Mm. He just spoke about the pastor like the pastor was a um 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 a public speaker. Yeah, yeah. He, I like the way he delivers his message, and, and so I was like, "Am I missing something here?" Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And so I think, like you said to me, there's been such a focus on delivery now, isn't it? Do you know? And yeah. I, I get it because to a degree, it? like you have to be able to deliver it to a point that people can understand you, innit? But, but I think understanding is a different thing to yeah. style. So like, yeah. oh yeah, you yeah. simply, but not charismatically. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I think, yes, people need to be able to understand, but I think that that's not necessarily what we're going for now. Yeah, now it's now it's more charismatic, and that, also I think it's pe- they're catering to what people say they want to hear. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think but there's, there's certain there's certain preachers that have managed to to work on both content and style. Yeah. Mm. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop. We can name positive names. Positive yeah. Names. <laughs> yeah. So I think of people like um, Eric Mason. Yeah. I think of people like. Tony, Dr. Tony Evans, Dr. Eric Mason, sorry, Dr. Eric Mason, Dr. Tony Evans, and H.B. Charles Jr. Like, yeah. And these are people who have mastered both delivering sound content. Style and subject. I mean, you can tell that they've done deep exegesis. Yeah. They've done real serious interpretation of the text work. Some people may not agree with their conclusions, but you're gonna know. You're gonna agree. You're gonna. You're gonna admit that they've done the work. Yeah. When they get to the pulpit, they deliver it in such a way that it's receivable. Yeah. Right? And they they are they have the energy. They have the charis- charisma of many of these other preachers yeah. without compromising the message. And I think we've been lied to that you have to do one or the other because sometimes yeah. you get people who are. 
they've got the content, but they they dry as cabin biscuit. We'll talk but about. even that, yeah, I was even gonna say, yeah, <laughs> even that that's not necessarily it's um, not a bad thing. A bad thing. It's not. Because I've like look at I was in a season yeah, aren't I was, willing to watch it. That's the problem. Yeah. I was in a season where I was listening to Andrew Warmack, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that guy's voice, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I look back on it, I said, how do I listen to all them sermons? Because <laughs> he's got that same voice <laughs> just going. He even, he even says that he's not he's not here for that. Like, I've heard yeah. him say, like, I know my voice is like a southern country so-and-so. Yeah. But, like, that's what I've got. But there's, there's something in the message. But listen, exactly. I think, have you ever heard, if you ever listened to someone like Derek Prince? Back same thing. Same thing. Monotonous. But, the word is powerful. It's, 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 it sounds like this. He's a very old English British preacher who speaks the word of God just like this. And and you but he sound it, but you may fall You gotta get past that bit. Just get the coffee and sit down. You know what I mean? Because you need to get yourself engaged. But you get past it. And the thing is, the apostle Paul. Someone fell asleep and died. Come on. Whoa. You, you just fell asleep out of the window because the guy the guy was talking for long. And <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? Paul, Paul refers to this. I can't remember where it was. I think it might have been Corinthians, where they said his, his letters are weighty and heavy, but his physical presence is is um, contemptible. That's the word used. So so in other words, he's admi- he's admitting that, yeah, what well, I I'm not trying to uh, I'm not the greatest speaker. Peter was probably a better orator than than Paul overall. Paul just mm. had better arguments, maybe. Mm. But mm. Peter was probably he's probably got because he's a fisherman. You know, what I mean, they're selling their stuff in the market. Mm. Peter was probably a better orator, more charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> but Paul is he's an intellectual, and he's a he's a um, so he's doing all this kind of thinking and. So I, I found the verse for you so that people okay. can know that you that you speak you speak scriptures. Okay. So Second Corinthians ten ten and I'll read it out. So it says For his letters they say are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Brilliant. Let such a person consider this that we are in words by letters when we are in when we are absent. Such we will also be in dead when we are present. Wow. So, so they say so he they say he's recognised that the rumour mill was like, ah, oh, when we read his letters, we're thinking this guy mm. can't wait to meet Paul. And, and Paul, then when they hear him, <laughs> when they hear him speak, he's probably a, like quite frail. Remember, he's been battered all over the place, mm. and he's just he's just pouring out his his heart, and he just he's probably muttering to himself as well because you know he's probably a, a deep thinker. <laughs> You know, you know those yeah. people that just you know, so I think of I think of like some of my some of some lecturers in like academic when you study academic theology, some of them will just be like, yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, and actually that, that might make you know what I mean. It's not they're not articulated and they're not trying to convey the message with force, and so actually, Paul's Paul's there saying, yeah, I, I hear you, I hear you, but hear what what I'm saying is what I'm saying. Where I am when I'm writing the letters is what I'm saying to you when I'm in front of you. I'm not changing my message. Though you may not like my style, you're not going to question my content. Yeah. I think think if we're going to get to a place where people are uh, are fed well, yes, we can look at style as a plate. 
Yeah. But what's more important is the food on that plate. Yes. Don't come and give me China yeah. plate. Come on. With 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 with, uh, with something that you picked out of the garbage, but you because you put on fine China plate, you're giving it to me. Mm. And this is what people are doing. They're actually eating things that, if at best, at best is is junk food. At mm. best, mm. is spiritual junk food. Mm. At best, really, some of it is actually worse yeah. than junk food. Do you know what I mean? It's stuff that you wouldn't even give to an animal, spiritually speaking. But we're giving it to people because it's presented on a fine china plate. But I think I think what we're what we might be missing is the fact that people deliver what people want. Supply yeah. demand, didn't so, it? Exactly. So if what was in demand was the it might be dry, but it's good food. Yeah, that's yeah. what people would get yeah. but actually what people are showing is that our attention spans are shortening you need to give me something quick something easy and that's where like so there's the the verse in um second corinthians and it talks about you know the tickling is second sorry, timothy second, timothy, second yeah. timothy, um where it says for this reason of the solemn charge above given the time referred to Oh wait, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. Second Timothy chapter four, four verse three. three. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but one thing to have that is tickled. They will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires, and they will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside Ooh. to myths. Yeah. Mm. So it says they will accumulate for themselves. themselves. Wow. So they've come. Go. Wow! Yeah, and I was saying, he said they accumulate for themselves, so they've come. They're they're head that way. We see the scripture. If nobody, wants it, if nobody wants it, then they won't turn up. But because people have tickling ears, but Leonard Leonard Ravenhill, one uh, of I mentioned the last podcast, Leonard Ravenhill says something. He said, "We might live in a day of tickling ears, but I have no commission from God to scratch them." Oh, itching ears, but I have no commission from wow. God to scratch them. I said, I love that. Wow. He said, he has bars, man. I think it might have been Spurgeon that said this, or it might have been Ravenhill, but he says, um, we've come to feed the sheep, not entertain the goats. Said, oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> not, don't play, man. Get it, play around. But I think, I think, can I, uh, let me be honest, and let me speak from, in a, from a vulnerable place that actually the lack of transformation in the lives of those who purport to watch or look for the solid stuff doesn't really it's not really a um what's the, how do i phrase this it doesn't really appeal to some people who are looking for quick fixes to change their lives mm. when you see when you see listen if you see something real quality stuff mm. yeah if i go to my i go to my mom's house here yeah, and she said to me i'm gonna give you i'm gonna cook you your best the best food there's substantial food cooked mm. or you go mcdonald's mm. i'm not choosing mcdonald's i'm sorry there's no way i'm choosing mcdonald's because i know that that quality food is there and i know what that quality food will do for my body it'll be better than so if they see that there's a transformation taking place in my life because of mm. that quality, then it will also help. And mm. not all the time, because people have itching ears. Itching ears is, is a is a is a symptom of the flesh. Um, but I think I think it would make 
massive difference if we sought tra- we looked for transformation amongst ourselves first mm. turning to because the big them big preachers there they're gonna keep they're gonna stay because they get the millions of people coming in but bro the thing is right is that people want transformation but they're not necessarily willing to do what it takes yeah. to get real transformation and they want to do it on their terms exactly they think yeah. oh i just want it now and that's really yeah. what this is about is that mm. i want it now even yeah. when you think about sin is that thing of i want it now yeah you know, whatever sin people right. are like, yeah. no, no, i want to do it my way now yeah. i want it now yeah. i want it now that Shoot. thing of patience of self-control mm. yeah that's not that's not what we're building ourselves up in right now in this in this time that we live in because everything is quicker do you know how annoyed i am yeah when i'm looking on amazon and it can't deliver today or tomorrow yes yeah when bro. back in the day i waited weeks for something to arrive and i was happy bro even when i'm at the train man it's like it's coming in three minutes and i'm huffing and buffing it's three, like minutes? three minutes what? <laughs> do you know what i mean three minutes. it's like we want it one minute back to back yeah <laughs> what, what is that i mean kind of a little spin-off we're gonna get back to it but do you think that these things to to rectify this should we should we start doing things that take longer on purpose i my 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 uh my spirit says yes but my flesh says no (laughs) (laughs) But, but but you know what sometimes yes absolutely i think that is a bit of a practice so delayed gratification right yeah they have done studies with children and they followed them for like 20, 30 years and said, you know, the children that could delay gratification. So if you eat this sweet now, you can have this sweet now, or you can wait 20 minutes and I'll give you two sweets. They did this test, right? The kids who said, nope, give me my sweet now. Yeah, they did a lot worse in life than the kids who said, I'll wait 20 minutes and I'll get two sweets, right? So if we can teach ourselves and practice delayed gratification, Mm. we will be better off. Like, yeah, it's, that's it. Yeah, it's biblical. It's biblical. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think we need to be practical with it and start doing stuff like that now because I think our brains are being molded to be impatient. Yeah, hundred percent. And the fruit of the spirit is one of the patience, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> patience, patience, long suffering. These are yeah. things that. Yeah. Are so. And then self-control. These are all, they're all tied in. They're all close. They're like triplets, almost. But you, like everyone, no one wants that no more. No. Yeah. Yeah. You look at what Apostle Paul said about suffering. No, 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 no. I don't want that bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it. I don't oh. want it. Oh, bro, I was thinking of something. I forgot the song. But it, it, it it's a, it's about being molded and shaped. And when I got to a certain line, I was like, boy. I'm coming out of a tough time, but I don't know if I'm trying to go back. Is it, is it the, um, um, I want to be tried by fire? Yeah, did you see when I stopped? I'll that see. is the song I don't sing. That <laughs> one I, I did I was in a photo studio. I was singing the song in the background. I stopped. Do you, do you know one of the songs as well? Is, said, oh, you know it says, break my heart for what breaks yours? I said, yeah, I said, whoa. Whoa. I said, whoa. <laughs> You have to really mean that song <laughs> before you sing that song. You know, this, this sometimes, yeah, I'm sorry, but sometimes this CCM, they go too far. Just chill. <laughs> just let us reflect <laughs> on Jesus. Because all this sort of just destroy me for, I said, no, come on, cool down, no. man. I can't, I can't handle all of that stuff. Sometimes it's too strong. No, the thing is, no, on the road, they, <laughs> some of these songs, you start singing them. I remember my wife was telling me that she sang 
she was singing that song that song over and over again refiner's Ref, uh refiner's fire but the refiner mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. maverick city mm-hmm. and the you know that part i want to be try 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 the pure you take whatever you desire lord is my life and then there was a big bust up with her with her closest closest friend <laughs> when god says you t- you said oh you said you want me to take whatever you take whatever Listen. you desire Right? You I, took away I, that friendship. God. <laughs> honestly, man, I always say, man, heaven but... hasn't expressed delivery for certain prayer points. Yep. <laughs> things arrive quicker than anything else. Man said heaven prime. I'm telling you, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm suffering. Send that, send that in two minutes. Heaven yep. prime. Patience, yeah. send that quickly. Quickly, yeah. You be asking for more money, boy. That's taking some time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is it, whatever is suffering, difficulties, boy. God oh, but they said that quick. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's needed though to get rid of some of that. No, the, this is it. Yeah, but our, our mindset towards it, because yeah, Apostle yeah. Paul was embracing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rejoiced. Yeah. He, he rejoiced, rejoiced in it. That's yeah. a madness. Yeah. And the Raven yeah. called him a maniac. <laughs> he said, "How can you rejoice in it?" He goes, "I grip my teeth when I'm going through it. I'm yeah. not happy about it, and I can't wait till it's done." This yeah, guy yeah. said he rejoices in it. Like right. what? <laughs> That's a different level of mindset. But he, he understands mm. what's being done. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think didn't didn't that's say increasing it. because you see people say to cut you, you see people in even now when people talk about marriage, and everyone says, nah, it's not about enduring, it's not about going through this or something. But but there's seasons in marriage. Wow. There's seasons, man. There's seasons. Sometimes <laughs> the season is enduring. Yeah, and I think the thing is as well, right? Is that a lot of this is almost like cyclical and like self-fulfilling. Yeah. So the more you can't practice endurance and patience mm. and things like that, the harder those things yeah. are going to be. You're right, because you're not practicing it. You're not practicing it. It's you're not practicing it. And patience is not just about waiting; it's also mm. about how you wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're really right. Because you're, you're going to be waiting either way. But are you yeah. waiting patiently or impatiently? Like you're right. You're right. <laughs> And I, I would say, I would say totally that that's tied to your faith, isn't it? The way yep. that you wait, yep. if you wait impatiently, you wait as one who's grumbling against the Lord, as opposed yep. to one yeah. who's accepting that yep. He's sovereign and He knows that what's best for you. And so, yeah, that, yeah definitely, the way you wait is really important. And mm. I think, I think there's two ways that you can accept that God is sovereign. Yeah, mm. you can accept that in trust or in distrust. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can say yeah. God is sovereign. I trust him, he's going to do it at the right time. I trust him, he's going to fulfill his word. Yeah. Like, oh, God is sovereign, isn't it? So it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, There's two different ways. You're right. You're Listen, right. what you're saying is what Eli said, and that's what finished Eli and his family off. Because, oh, because be listen, when, Eli, when Samuel came to Eli and told Eli what God told him about his family being hmm. destroyed and all that hmm. stuff, Eli's response is, it is the Lord's doing. He can do. It is the Lord. He can do what He wants. Hold on, your 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 family is about to be destroyed, <laughs> and you. Hear and he's just like, cool, cool. He knows what he's gonna do. You know, it's interesting. We can get to that place through hardness of heart, yeah. and the Bible talks about hardness of heart comes through what unbelief. Unbelief. You know, do That's not a let, scary place, though. Unbelief, but exactly. But the thing is. And so the opposite of that is trust and yeah. trust, yeah. trust yeah. and obey. For there's no other way Another to way. be happy in Jesus yeah. but to trust and obey. So mm. that's that kind of reverse. Yeah. And even I was even thinking about like 
you know, you've, I've read some Puritan writings or letters to the black backsliders and stuff like that. And backsliding is often, often starts with a place of unbelief, or, like you said, mistrust or distrust mm. in God. Mm. Then people start to slide. Um, so you have to go back to what God has said, even if you don't feel like it. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I would like to say to, to enhance your point is this, is that sometimes we think being hard of heart is a choice right Mm -hmm. or it comes from just i decide to be hard-hearted sometimes it comes from being hurt sometimes it comes from being disappointed Mm. so you might not be consciously saying i'm gonna be Mm hard-hearted you can still be hard-hearted because of disappointment because of areas where you might have failed you Mm. like that is where Mm. some hard-heartedness comes from and there are some people that are in that place yeah you're, you're absolutely right and i think as well we're not honest when we feel like god has disappointed us yeah so that can also be like we hold things in because we don't want to say God has disappointed yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, logically, you know that it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. You know it's impossible <laughs> for God to actually fail you, but yeah. you still feel like God. What happened? I'm yeah. disappointed. Like, where were you? Like, that's yeah, you're trying to human. Clip us. You know, there's there's a but there's a quote from Martin Lloyd Jones in his book Spiritual Depression. And he said that most of the situations that we're facing, um, or most of the struggles that we face, especially when it comes to our emotions and our feelings, are because we listen to ourselves rather than talk to ourselves. Mm. And, and, he, and he quotes the psalmist, where the psalmist says, Why are you downcast, my soul, oh my soul? Hope thou in God, therefore he will yet, for I yet will, for I will yet praise him, or something like that. Mm. Um, and I think like you're saying Abraham that we get to a place where we we feel disappointed with God and then totally like you said we don't know how to verse we don't have to say it because we know the truth stands against that so instead of expressing how we feel and then dealing with how we feel through a cathartic pro- uh, process of praying mm. trusting God mm. and being honest and real before God like the psalmist was psalmist would tell God <laughs> so when you read some of the psalms here listen I'm telling you, mountain of fire prayers don't catch up to that. In fact, they they listen. What David says about what David's prayers are about some people. He was like, really bearing his heart out to God. He was telling them that they were they've started war against me. Right. To them, Lord, smash them against the rocks, destroy their families. Like, David was going all out, and as yeah. much as we as much as we go, oh wow. Some of us would be like, oh, that's a bit too harsh. That's a bit too. He bore his heart before. Mm. The old saints used to say, when you pray, you're pouring your soul out before God. Mm. Mm. Some of us try to keep dregs of bitterness, yeah. of anxiety, or stress because we think that God doesn't want to hear that. But God can see it. He saw your soul oh. from afar off. Oh. Do, do you know so, what? It reminds me of, you know, it says, cast your burdens mm-hmm. because He cares for you, right? Yeah. But that bitterness, that bitterness yeah. will burden you. Oh, hatred will burden weight. you. That yeah. disappointment will burden you. That mm. fear will burden you. Yeah. So what you're saying, Junior, in terms of get it out there, give it to him, mm. that's what we're meant to do because yeah. that's burdening us. Yeah. We're not yeah, meant we're to carry, we're not built that. to carry all of this. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you could, I've, I've, I've thought about this. And so even when we're praying, we can do this kind of duality prayer. What I mean mm. is this, you say, Lord, I'm angry. This person, this person did me this. They did this to me. They did this to me. Da, 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 da. Even so, mm. 
I recognize what your truth says, mm. your word says, help me mm. to meet up to what your truth says mm. rather than where I am right now. Mm. So you recognize this is how I feel. You're not de- ignoring your You're feeling. Not denying it, yeah. You're not mm. denying it, but I'm praying, God help me to get to that yeah. place where you, your word is. And you you quoted, um, cast your burdens onto Jesus for he cares for you. That's in First Peter, isn't it? There's another, there's another passage that talks about cast your burdens and it says Psalm 55 verse 22 mm. and it says um, cast your burdens onto the Lord for he will sustain you. Wow. One wow. of the challenges that we have we, we talk about sust- being sustained by the Lord being kept, being preserved by the Lord. Mm. Sometimes we're going through rocky times and all we need to do is cast our burden yeah, at that it. moment in time and mm. let God be God in that situation. Mm. But whether it's pride, whether it's and sometimes self pity, by the way, is pride. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't wanna go all the way into that, but yeah. that one is a big one. Wallowing a lot is. Yeah, I, I remember when I figured that out, but I was like, wow, <laughs> pride. <laughs> it's pride because even the whole idea of woe is me, and not in the not in the Isaiah context, but in a kind of like, oh, the world, I, I'm, I'm the person that's suffering the most in the world. Sometimes God has to rebuke us and get us to realize, nah, that's not the case. Um, mm. And it, you're just focused on yourself, but actually you're supposed to be looking beyond yourself, looking to him. And it's a big challenge. It's hard, but you have to try. And it's a big, people, especially like you said, Tolly, some of this stuff comes from hurts, comes from traumas mm-hmm. and real significant trauma. Not, we're not ignoring no. people have done some injuries to yeah. our soul. And do you know what? I think this is what the devil is trying to do. Because anything that comes to hurt you is of the devil. It's coming to steal, yeah. kill, destroy. Mm. That's literally what it's coming for. So yeah. even those things that are traumatic, that is the devil trying to shift you from your position of faith. Yeah. That's the mm. devil trying to shift yeah. you from your place of trust. Yeah. It's like, well, if I can trust you, why did this happen? Mm. You know, that's what it's yeah. there to happen. That's literally the devil is just yeah. there for chaos. Literally, that's what he's trying to do. Literally, it's yeah. so true. You know, yeah. no, absolutely, man. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. And I was, I was just reminded of, <clears throat> in those moments, it's like David encouraged himself in the Lord, and it talks about mm-hmm. faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So yes, absolutely, you have your feelings. What does God say about your situation? Mm. What does the word actually say like what are you actually yeah. going to check your feelings against yeah you know and for me there's a verse where um it was one of the the parents he said lord i believe but help my unbelief i believe yeah you know and it's like what wait hold on yeah hold on you're saying you believe but you have unbe- like how does that even work mm. you know and that is exactly sometimes where we are where it's like lord i i, I believe but help my unbelief help me yeah you know? that, that realness but you know what's crazy is like even sometimes when like we talk to God, I ask myself in it like I speak to God, and sometimes I can be a bit real. But sometimes I'm trying to polish this conversation up for God. And when I look in the Psalms here, I'm saying He said that to God, like you know, like David was saying some stuff. And I, I wouldn't even think to bring up in a conversation because maybe it's the African background in me. Yeah, I think I'm being disrespectful. Like yeah. <laughs> I can't be saying this. In mm. <laughs> but when David is like anything goes, he's talking to God. He's yeah. really bearing out his all. Yeah, you know. But it's something I don't know why. It's like, I can't say this. But he already knows. But this is it. He already knows. Yeah. 
I'm saying now I'm, I don't know I'm talking in hymns today but Jesus knows all about my struggles he will guide to the days done there is not a friend like the lowly Jesus no not one no not one and uh, what what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer oh what peace we often forfeit Oh, wow. what needless pain! So we're forfeiting our peace, you know. Forfeiting our peace. <laughs> oh, what needless, needless pain we bear! Oh, all because we needless, do not carry you know. it. All you because don't even we need to go through it. See, sometimes, I'm, listen, I'm listen. I'm not a, I'm not a good. Let's go back to hymns, guy. But sometimes, Abraham, you know, man. hymns, man. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Everything to God in prayer. The problem is. I, I'm talking from experience. I've seen myself descend into the depths of depression because I didn't say anything to God. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking, no, there's, there's neurochemical things and all sorts of things that could happen to put someone into depression. But I've noticed sometimes when I haven't said, yeah. I haven't said to the Lord what is on my heart because I fear that if I bring it up to him, he's going to be angry with me. Do you know where mm. that comes from? We talk about this. This comes from the, like you said, an African background, but comes from the Christian yeah. Critical parent, we have transposed or that that our trans, transposed the idea of the critical parent onto God, mm. like God can't see mm. what's going mm-hmm. on inside my heart. Yeah, like, don't know what's what's going on inside of me. Mm. And, and I, there's a, this is why I'm listen. This is what this guy says. Um, that I wanted to get that quote properly. Uh, that Doctor Martin Lloyd Jones says. He says, "Have you realized that?" that most of your unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself. Take those thoughts that come to you the moment you wake up in the morning. You have not originated them, but they are talking to you. They bring back the problems of yesterday, etc. Somebody is talking. Who is talking to you? Yourself is talking to you. Now, this man's treatment in Psalm 42 was this. Instead of allowing this self to talk to him, he starts talking to himself. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? He asked. His soul has been depressing him, crushing him. So he stands up and says, self, listen for a moment. I will speak to you. And what do you speak to yourself? What God has said to you. And, and that speaks yeah. life into him. Absolutely. The word is life. And so that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we've got, we got to be bold enough to just walk around the house declaring stuff about God's word right. about us. Because it's not about me. Because when I get, start sinking myself into me, I mm. crush me. Mm. <laughs> You ain't good enough. You ain't, that's not gospel. Okay, the gospel. All right, you ain't you ain't good enough. Of course, that's what the gospel tells us. You weren't, but Jesus is. Mm. <laughs> and not only is he good enough, he's so good that he saves you, and you are in him now. So mm. what do you do with that? What do I do for my soul? Don't try. Don't try to. Don't lay on the ground hoping God, the same God that gave Ooh. you the Son. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, go on. No worries, bro. I was going to say as well, sometimes, yeah, it's like you see them hoarders and they get comfortable with stuff around. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're probably looking at how, like, how the hell is this person living here? Like, yeah, when, yeah. We, when I watch them show something, how are they living here? It's yeah. the same thing, in it? You can get comfortable in that state, yeah. you know? Bro, I think it's more where, than comfortable, yeah. you know? Someone, mm. one of the guests out of my podcast, he said that sometimes people get addicted to lives that they hate. Wow. Ooh. I've Come seen here. it. I've seen it. That's, that's crazy as well, though. The lives that you hate, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. No, and you know what? Because I remember, like, um, my late pastor, and he was talking about a time in his life when he was young, and he said he realised he used to enjoy having a good old pity party. Mm. Yeah. And he just loved, like, he enjoyed it. Where he had to be real with himself, like, nah, this needs to stop. 
if it's a stop man you know and it's, I was like that's crazy because like you said that's something that you don't like you know but still addicted to it it's, it's crazy man that's, that's mad you know I think like you said it's, it's, it's getting to that place of being honest with ourselves being honest with God yeah. you know I, I know I still got some some work on that man mm-hmm. this is my, my, my conversations with God just being completely brutally honest because he sees it anyway yeah 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 you know and, there, and there's still a reverence in that because in the in that very act in the very act of bringing it before him you're saying I know you see mm. yeah and isn't that what Hebrews 11 says we always quote it like without faith it's impossible to please God mm. and we stop there mm. well, we follow mm. for those who come to God must believe that he is yeah that he is and that he's mm. for those who diligently seek him and you know, you look at the concept of he is what is that he is 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 in, in terms of pronouns you've flipped it so it's the third third person isn't it he is mm-hmm. the first person of that is i am mm-hmm. right so he is the i am that's the that's the concept i mean i'm not trying to be too deep there but that's what it is he is the i am who is he that we're talking about he's the one that sees elroy mm-hmm. the god who saw hagar he's the one that knows all things he's omniscient mm-hmm. so me hiding anything in the in the, in the crevices of my heart is useless. It's useless. But you yeah. know, what, bro, it actually what, what? it actually distances us from God because we yeah. feel like we can't come to Him with things. Mm. It's, it's harmful to us. It's not just useless. Yeah. Bro, you, what does God say? This thing gets to me, you know, and I and I, it gets to me because it's so close to home with me. What does God say when he when he wants to declare His glory before Moses? The first thing He says to him is. Um, I will walk, but I will walk in front of you, and I will declare my name. And he says, when he starts declaring name, he says, "The Lord, the Lord, full of mercy and grace." Mm. That's the first mm. Full of mercy and grace. <laughs> the first thing he wants us to know is that he's a God full of mercy and grace. And yet, I'm hiding resentment in my heart, and I'm, I'm hiding issues in my heart, mm. even temptations. Let's talk about temptations. But look at what God says: "Come, let us reason, bro. Let us he reason. Says, let's talk. Like, let's fight. What's going on?" Isaiah one, to, Isaiah, Isaiah one. There's a place where God Himself is, is saying, "I am not that critical parent that you think I am. Yes, I'm a a, a just judge, but mercy triumphs over judgment, and mm. mercy, mercy loves. Mm. God delights in showing mercy, mm. right? Mm. And when we think first of God's, oh man, I heard this today, uh, yesterday." When we think when we think first of God's um, wrath or his anger against our sin and not about his mercy, especially mm. about what he did for us in Jesus, mm. we're, 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 we're dichotomizing God, we're splitting him up, mm. we're making him not what he is. Mm. And God has shown us what he's what he's willing to do for us to restore us. So let's look at his mercy and let's deal with that when we get to our place of prayer. God, I know. I'm struggling with this thing. This sin is too attractive for me. It's powerful. There are too many enemies around me, David says. It's pulling me in. Help me deal with this thing decisively. Do you know what I mean? That's a prayer point. That's a prayer point. Or this area of my life, I'm still struggling with this resentment towards these people that hurt me. God sees it. He's not, what's the point of me lying about it? You know? What's the point of me, what's the point of me hiding behind the mask that we give everybody on Sunday, I'm blessed and highly favoured. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, get out of here, man. Get out of here with but that. Come on. Do you actually feel that? Like, you, you are person highly favoured, but are yeah. you living it? Yeah, are you yeah. actually... <laughs> like, yes, reality? you are. Factually, you are. But Listen. what's actually happening? Are you actually yeah. living that life? Or are you this just... Is it. Like, what's your reality? There's someone, there's someone, yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to even say the phrase, because when I say the phrase, um, it, it's probably going to be known, because he always says it to me on the phone. I'll ask him how you're doing, and then he will tell me something that's very... He's talking about something Christianese. Like... You know, basically, something like I'm in the bosom of Jesus or something like that. I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? The yeah, Lord in is, his the everlasting Lord. arms. Yeah, yeah, the Lord, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning on the everlasting, that kind of thing. And I'm like, I no, hear What you. does that mean? How I hear you? you, I hear you. I'm not saying that that's not true. Those, that's a... Mm. But how fact. is that showing in your life right now? In your life. Yeah. That's what how I'm does asking. that look? Because you must move from, pos- disposition, from position to disposition. It's true. Mm-hmm. Let's make it our disposition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I mean? So just as we close, what are some practical things that people can do based on what we've talked on today? I'll give you one each. Go on, Abraham. Oh, you go first, man. <laughs> I went first the last time, man. Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, can I say, it's difficult to pick one. You can pick three. I'll give you three. Oh, God bless you, sir. <laughs> You're demonstrating the generosity of God. Uh, <laughs> um, so, first thing is, you know, TikTok preachers and all these other stuff, please get yourself stuck into a place a, a place mm. of, a faithful local fellowship where you can really study the word and grow and yeah, commit to those practices that are going to help you to grow that's number one um number two um make a mental note and a constant proclamation a declaration daily maybe make it you know, people do the uh, affirmations now um, so they do daily affirmations and stuff like that. Maybe make yeah. a daily affirmation of he sees me, he knows me. There's nothing to hide from him. Just just make those three 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 statements. He sees me, he knows me. There's nothing to hide from him. Mm. And then finally, um, from that place, I would say practice what is found in Psalm 42. Speak to yourself the word of God. Practically, go over, go over pro- promises. I've got a book, 199 Promises of God. Go over some promises of God. Go over some scriptures. Talk about what, how you're feeling before God, and then con- and then hit it with the scriptures. You know what I mean, that's practical. That's you know what I mean, practical. Get stuck into a fellowship with the Word of yeah. God. Say, do, maybe give yourself those declarations. He sees me. He knows me. There's nothing to hide from him. And then speak to yourself, speak to yourself the word of God, Psalm 42. Yeah, I'll I'll just say the one, which is find community, man, with yeah. other believers. You know, you can't survive on your own just with snippets from TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. You need real community where you can study the Bible with, where you can ask questions as well. Do you know? Yeah. It's so important. We we want men to do it on our own, do you know? Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah. that'll be my practical advice. I think for me, it's what you said, Junior, about um, 
he delights in showing mercy and mercy triumphs over judgment. It's like God is not giving us mercy begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. He is happy. happy he yeah. delights in it. Like mm-hmm. when you really think of that picture, like yeah. that's my practical thing is really think of God delighting in showing us mercy. So like mm-hmm. even sending Jesus, like it was his delight because mm-hmm. that's how he shows his mercy. Like for me, yeah. it just it doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. How can he delight in showing mercy? How can yeah. he delight in giving me mercy when I've messed mm-hmm. up? Yeah. It's, it just it don't make sense, did it? Doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And that's my thing is think about the fact that he delights in showing you mercy. Mercy, yeah. And wow. Wow. if we go back to, you know, believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, like that is what God wants. Like you reward the behavior that you want. So mm. like he wouldn't reward a behavior that he doesn't want. Yeah. God wants you to diligently seek him. He mm. wants you to talk to him. He wants you to fellowship with him. That is what he wants. Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's what he had with Adam and Eve before they had anything wrong, right? Mm. Fellowshiping yeah. with them. Yeah. That's what he wants. So those are my those are my two things. Yeah. Is he delights in showing mercy. So think about that every mm. day. Think about okay. the fact that he delights in showing you mercy yeah. and know that he wants that fellowship with you. Mm. Man, amen. Thank you, guys. Oh man, thanks, man. It's a pleasure to be on it, man. Yeah, it's a deep one, man. Got to be reflected. Yeah, man. I've, this one blessed me, man. I've been me blessed too. by it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And thank you, guys, so much for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. <laughs>